today on the Tearsheet Podcast. We have now taken the um, DOSH SDK that we created um, and deliver that directly to these financial institutions and neobanks so they can deliver a rich cashback experience to their millions of consumers that they have, um, whether it be utilizing a digital method for payment or credit card or debit card that that financial institution and neobank has. Welcome to the Tearsheet Podcast. I'm Tearsheet's Editor-in-Chief, Zach Miller. As challenger banks expand their capabilities, many with debit and credit cards are adding in rewards as a way to service their customers. Fintech firm Dosh gives millions of users cash back when they shop at top retailers that use the app and cash back as a customer acquisition tool. Dosh recently announced a major expansion of its Powered by Dosh service, with Venmo and Jelly as its first official partners. Now with Dosh, any financial service company can provide automatic, instant, card-linked cashback experiences for its users. The fintech firm has just partnered with Betterment. With Dosh's cashback experience fully integrated into the Betterment debit card, Betterment can offer checking users a seamless rewards program with great offers from thousands of merchants. Powered by Dosh will provide Betterment checking customers with the ability to browse available deals where they'll frictionlessly earn cash back. Dosh CEO Ryan Wirch joins me on the podcast to talk about the deal with Betterment and Dosh's positioning as an embedded finance tool. Um, Ryan Wirch, I'm the CEO and founder of Dosh. And Dosh, um, we have created one of the fastest growing cashback apps and platform delivering automatic frictionless cashback to millions of consumers and over 100,000 merchants um, and brands uh, throughout the United States. Um, whether it be through our DOSH app or through the DOSH SDK um, that's providing the cashback experience for financial institutions um, and neobanks like Venmo, Jelly, and um, news we're announcing um, today, um, Betterment. Uh, We're focused on providing today the richest cashback user experience um, for consumers and the highest return on ad spend through increased AOV frequency customer acquisition for merchants um, through our transaction-based advertising platform. Fantastic. So before we jump into the news and sort of the um, the expansion of sort of the, the SDK and, and the, the platform aspect of Dosh, um, last time we spoke, it was August of 2019. Wow, time goes really quickly. <laughs> um, can, you, can you catch us up on maybe, you know, whatever you're free to share in terms of metrics or how the company has grown since then, what, you, what, you, what you've done since then? Absolutely. Um, so, you know, since, since that time, um, a, lot has, a lot has taken place, you know, up to um, really the end of 2019, the primary place that um, you would have seen DOSH is through the DOSH app. Um, millions of consumers um, that um, have downloaded, registered, put in their uh, bank information, credit card, debit cards into the DOSH app, um, this free app where um, whenever they go and live their life um, without having to click and activate um, an offer or scan a receipt, all automatically when they go and shop and, and pay with the credit card that was uh, entered into DOSH, DOSH automatically would provide frictionless cash back directly into their wallet. Um, it was the end of 2019, um, PayPal being a significant investor in our company, um, uh, Venmo um, launched the entire Dosh platform um, to their millions of users that have the Venmo debit card. And what that led to um, is us delivering the most robust, the richest cashback experience 
um, ultimately in the uh, financial institutions, financial services, neobank industry, um, to where now um, Venmo users have access to the thousands of DOS merchants when they're using their Venmo debit card, just like the DOS app inside the Venmo app, they're getting automatic cash back. Um, what that led to is um, a tremendous number of uh, financial institutions and neobanks wanting to have access to that very same platform. And since that time, we have now taken the um, DOSH SDK that we created um, and deliver that directly to these financial institutions and neobanks so they can deliver a rich cashback experience to their millions of consumers that they have, um, whether it be utilizing a digital method for payment or credit card or debit card that that financial institution and Neo Bank has. That's really wild. And so um, Betterment, you're announcing this news that, that Betterment has, has launched Powered by Dosh. Um, can you talk a little bit about that partnership? Absolutely. Um, well, Betterment, uh, you know, tremendous, uh, what I call a true challenger um, bank today, where um, they now will be utilizing, it'll be um, launched here in the coming months um, to all of their um, consumers um, when mm -hmm. they use the Betterment debit card. That debit card um, will now have access all in a frictionless manner um, to the thousands of merchants, whether it be Walmart um, or Burger King, um, just as an example of some of the merchants that when that Betterment consumer um, uses their, uh, their debit card, that cash back will automatically be delivered to them without them having to do anything anywhere from two or 3% up to 10 plus percent cash back um, on that purchase or transaction. Amazing. And we've been covering Betterment's transformation into, into banking services with, you know, with its roots in investing originally. Um, they may not call themselves a challenger, but I agree with you. They are, they're, they're definitely competitive and they're going after the daily spend, you know, for millions of consumers in the U S um, I'm, I'm curious that for, from Dasha's perspective, like going the platform business, um, it's different than, than just marketing your own app. Like how is, how is the organization changing? How are you, is, is marketing changing or channels changing in terms of how you grow sort of this, this, this partnership business, you know, versus sort of just marketing the app straight up? We really believe today we have one of the strongest competitive advantages in the market um, because of our roots being the DOSH consumer app. The DOSH consumer app every day is having to deliver the right offer to the right person at the right time um, in a frictionless in a frictionless way. Mm -hmm. um, we had to uh, we have to every day our experimentation platform that's um, every day trying to create a better user experience, more cash back being delivered to consumers and uh, more importantly, because who, who is providing that cash back is actually merchants, merchants and brands that are engaging directly into the platform, the you know, transaction-based advertising platform, where those merchants are seeing one of the very best ways for them to deliver what they're looking for is obviously new customer acquisition, um, consumers being more engaged with their brand through higher frequency, um, spending more with their brand, you know, creating you know higher average order value or higher gross merchandise value, um, those two things coming together. And so uh, our roots inside of DOSH is all about the consumer. Now taking that, knowing that, um, that financial institutions, financial services company and neobanks um, isn't historically coming um, 
from that perspective. Mm -hmm. We take all that we do in the consumer and deliver directly into the experience of, you know, a neobank like a betterment as an example, um, or financial services company. And without them having to have the marketing, without them having to have the you know, significant number of engineers and data science and all the things that goes today inside of DOSH, they're getting all of the benefit for that. So what I like to say is, is everything that we do every day, we have now created the technology stack that that flows directly through those financial services company and neobanks so they don't have to do it themselves. So if anything, what we have done, we've actually emboldened, we've strengthened data science, we've strengthened engineering, we've strengthened mm -hmm. product. Um, to let that flow to the benefit of each of the partners that we're working with. So they can, just like we every day, focus on having the best experience for our consumers, our subscribers, is that they have that very same thing happening for them to where, you know, what they're looking for is they want to be top of wallet. They want to be top of mind. They want to create better engagement, better utilization of, um, of their products and services delivering directly to their consumers. I got that. And, and so do you have new people in charge of integration, um, new people in charge of partnerships? I'm curious to know how organizationally um, DOSH has evolved. Oh, absolutely. So um, yes, we have, uh, we have a, uh, it's called Powered By directly in our mm -hmm. company. So we have um, strategic partnerships um, team, um, the, the merchant integration teams that we have, mm -hmm. You know, today that onboards merchants now is very different than the team that is engineers that are integrating these. Um, we have you know a number of these coming on um, almost you know on a weekly basis now. Um, so we have a merchant or a uh, we have a powered by integration team both on product as well as inside um, to make those very rapid and seamless for those powered by partners. That makes sense. And I, I want to go back to something you said, Ryan. I, I liked what you said. It was. You know, we're, we're seeing Tearsheets coverage, you're seeing convergence. So you have all these fintech companies, um, little by little, inching into banking services. They may have started as an online lender or an investment platform. They're all rolling out banking services. This has been one of the major themes this past year. And, and obviously, one way to differentiate yourself and for the card to be top of wallet is, is through a rewards program like Dosh offers, powered by. Um, can you talk about, I guess, how important rewards are uh, in the market right now and, 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 how companies like Betterment are thinking about differentiating themselves vis-a-vis -vis rewards? Well, again, you know, that's a highly competitive environment today. You know, we, what we saw, you know, gosh, a decade ago, you know, it was primarily you know, four or five large financial institutions that were competing um, against each other. Today, you know, whether it be, you know, Apple or Venmo or PayPal or Betterment, um, we have now seen that, you know, where those four or five large FIs now is being distributed um, amongst so many different players in the marketplace today. So everyone have, you know, obviously, a demographic focus. Um, some will have an investment focus. Everyone will have their niche or what they're trying to focus their brand on for their consumers. But across all of it, what we're seeing more than ever before today is consumers want to know whatever that they are using, whoever they're committed to with their banking relationship is providing them the most value. Um, and what we're, what we're seeing now across the entire market is one of the greatest ways for these brands to be able to differentiate themselves from another um, is how much I'm able to get you back 
um, for using my instrument versus using another. And when Apple came out um, with the Apple card, one of the biggest ways they were trying to highlight not only a great UX, but it was how much cash back you got. And we're almost saying that is table stakes today. Historically, where it's come from, though, it's been based on um, interchange. And so predominantly, those financial institutions were actually funding that cash back themselves. You know, so it was at 1% or 2%. In some cases, you'd see 3% being, being funded from interchange. Um, that's just not enough today. And so today, what financial institutions, neobanks are doing is one, trying to create the most frictionless experience to provide the most amount of benefit for the consumer. At the same time, doing such a way with, from a user experience perspective that makes it compelling and lets them see it right, um, right in front of them. Now, what we've seen in particular right now, you know, given the climate of COVID-19, um, I believe it's accelerated this more than ever before. I mean, mm -hmm. today, consumers expect their credit and debit cards to come with rewards. And especially because of the pandemic and COVID-19, the environment that we we're in, just economically what it created. Um, today, consumers are wanting as much value as possible to be provided to them when they're actually going and shopping, spending the very money that they have. And so there's today in a lot of the behavioral research that we do and neural studies is there's negative connotation that actually takes place in the mind when somebody actually uses an instrument. And no matter what instrument that is, credit card or debit card or digital instrument, because something is leaving us. Um, what, we, what we found in our, in our research is that if you can line up instantaneously when that swipe of the card, exit of funds goes out, can you line up at the same time a positive, delightful moment that, uh, that actually trips the neurons to actually feel, well, that was actually a positive experience. Well, what that positive experience gets galvanized to is one, the merchant or brand that is in fact, um, that's actually providing it to the instrument in which I'm using. And if you can line up that, what happens is it creates, it creates more loyalty. Um, for that uh, for that bank um, or for that institution that is actually providing that card and making it top of wallet. Got it. Uh, just going back to something you mentioned about funding um, rewards programs. Who who funds in this case? Is it the merchant purely? It's the merchant. It's the merchant. Yes. Uh huh. So no different than you know this is the evolution we've seen and you know frankly in the advertising industry and I I personally believe and you know, obviously a lot of what we built our company on is that um, what we saw as traditional advertising between 1950 and 2000, that's all CMOs had, mm -hmm. uh, was radio, television, print. You know, early 2000, it turned into um, digital advertising. There was that new word, internet advertising, where, you know, CMOs would give the 50, 100,000, $200,000 test budgets to see if this thing worked. It wasn't until not 2005 that, it became one or two or 3% of overall ad budget. It took 19 years. Last year was the first year ever that digital advertising, meaning Google, Facebook, et cetera, um, was larger than that of traditional. Um, last year, approximately $238 billion was spent um, in advertising. And you know, over half of that was spent in digital advertising. The transition now is to what's called transaction-based advertising, where merchants and brands want to know that the dollar that they're spending is actually delivering a result. Um, today in traditional digital advertising, less than 50% of it has attribution, meaning, I mean, how many times did you really buy something because you saw it on a billboard? And even if you 
saw it on a billboard, there was no way to prove that that billboard actually drove you there. Mm -hmm. What transaction-based advertising does, and really it's the financial institutions, it's your um, neobanks, it's your financial services companies, it's your large FIs, because it's at the transaction, when that swipe happens, if you can actually tie that swipe, that ultimate, that ultimate transaction directly to what the uh, merchant was actually paying for in their advertising dollars, you actually create pure attribution. And so in this case here, it's the merchants that are actually moving their advertising budgets that has historically gone to Google or Facebook. And now they're saying, listen, we can move it through this engine directly to consumers. And who wins in that is the consumer themselves and obviously at the same time the merchant. But in this, in this conversation, it's also the financial institution is winning because they're getting higher engagement, higher loyalty with their own user. It makes a lot of sense. And, and how does Dosh make money? Do you, is there a spread there? Um, yes, how Dosh makes money is, is um, we are paid a um, marketing fee, a percentage mm -hmm. on all GMV, so gross merchandise volume. Mm -hmm. um, so we're paid a fee. Um, a portion of that fee is going to the consumer in cashback. And a portion of that fee is coming to Dosh, and our and our our systems actually, based on the result that's being derived, um, ultimately positions how much of each is going to a consumer. That's that's really cool. And in in the powered by relationships, how how are those deals structured? Um, in our powered by relationships, um, it is all of our technology. It's our entire platform. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's merchants that are. Um, engaged directly with DOSH, our technology is then being adopted by the uh, by the financial institution, in case Betterment um, or Venmo, et cetera. And uh, most typically how that works is, is um, the same marketing fee is being paid. Um, a portion of that will be going to uh, mm -hmm. consumer and cashback. The largest portion goes to the consumer and cashback. And that's where we're driving the behavioral um, behavior results. Um, for our merchants, um, a portion of it's coming to DOSH and a portion of it goes to our financial institution, neobank or financial services partners. That makes a ton of sense. And I guess one question um, that arose as you're talking about, I, I'm just picturing, you know, neobank after neobank coming to DOSH and rolling out powered by DOSH. Like at a certain point that becomes table stakes. Um, are, are, they, are they pushing for um, exclusive relationships in their industries at all? Uh, no, we, uh, we right now, because our technology, um, our technology allows for a, a tremendous amount of customization. Um, it's all about the user and delivering the, delivery, the right offer to the right user. Um, and so uh, one, one bank will see something different than another bank um, or consumer um, will see something different. The key thing for us is it's about the content at the right time in the right place to the, to the user. And um, that's ultimately what we focus on. Um, and we do that for our, you know, for a betterment as an example, you know, our objective is, is to know that consumer and be able to deliver for that consumer the highest degree of value as possible um, when they're using the betterment instrument. Got it. I have one last question. Do you have internal goals of how many um, powered by relationships you'd like to launch by the end of next year? Uh, well, I'll put it more in perspective. We are targeting approximately 200 million consumers um, through our Powered by Relationships by the end of 2021. Brian, it was, it was great catching up with you. Thanks for joining us on Tearsheet Podcast today. Thank you, Zach. Good to be here.